recorded live from Roosevelt Island, New York. It's Transformation Thursday. I'm Penny Gold, and my pronouns are she and they. And I'm Amy Stevens, coming at you from Rochester, New York, and my pronouns are she, her. Hey, wait, you're not Penny Sterling. No, I'm Gold, and that's worth more than Sterling. Hold on. Penny Sterling is worth more than... Hey, uh, come on, Amy. I want to hear the end of this. Well, you're worth more than palladium? I believe that's called damning with faint praise, but we'll let it slide, and we'll be back with more Transformation Thursday after the traditional music swell and fade out! Let's talk about change, Amy. Okay, let me see. It looks like I've got three quarters, a nickel, a Canadian loonie, and a few British tenors from when I was in London, because I'm an international comedian. No, not that change. Change is in transformation. The topic of Transformation Thursday. Oh, yeah, that. Well, we're doing this podcast to highlight how much things change and how quickly they do it in society today. Everything changes, and change isn't good or bad. It just is. The more we realize that change is just the natural progression of things, the better off we'll be. Now, let's talk about change. Didn't we just do that? No, no, not the last one. The first one. The coins. Money. About how people can give us some of theirs so that we can continue talking about ours. Are you just trying to get people to go to our Patreon page to support this podcast so that we can continue our exploration of what it means to live in a rapidly changing world? Because although this is a labor of love, we do have expenses, and by going to TransformationThursday.com, they can help ensure that we can continue to be bringing this fun and insightful commentary on the world today, plus get exclusive patrons-only content. Um, if I say yes, can we get on to our next segment? Oh, God, I hope so. Okay, then. TransformationThursday.com. Also, can you break a 20 for me? Sure. I can get that to you in euros. Okay, now you're just showing off. Welcome back to Transformation Thursday. I am still Amy Stevens, and my pronouns are still she, her. And I'm Penny Sterling, and my pronouns are she, her. Today, we welcome back to the podcast to continue our conversation from way back on October 1st of 2020. Uh, we, uh, Miss, Miss Penny Gold, who apparently has usurped my position in the open. We had such a great conversation with Penny, we decided to invite her back to, con to continue the conversation. Yeah, whoever wrote this script probably didn't do such a great job tonight as I point my finger at myself. <laughs> um, it was such a great conversation. I know we felt, I know I felt in the moment with that um, conversation with Penny Gold that we just stopped a little bit prematurely. So um, we're so thrilled, Penny Gold, that you could join us again tonight. Welcome back to Transformation Thursday. Thanks for welcoming me back. I appreciate it. It's nice to see you two again. Yeah, you too. Uh, so how's 2020 been for you? Uh, this year, if you've you've had a whole bunch of stuff go on, you've been in a you've traveled the world, and we're almost done with 2020. Is this a, a positive or a negative in your view this year for you? Trans so so you I'm here on the Transformation Thursday um, podcast, and for me, 2020 has been Transformation 2020. That's a good answer. In in in, in more than one way. So obviously, whatever is going on around the world is is horrible and. You know, one one should. There is a moment. One, there's a moment to talk about that. But in my personal life, I've gone through many ups and many downs. But the highlights, the, my ups are the most significant ones. So yeah. 
Yeah, most I'd... recently, I just moved. I just moved an apartment, so I moved to Roosevelt Town, and that that was supposed to be a um, you know, that was my announcement. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Roosevelt Island seems like a neat place to live. It seems like just like a little quiet, just not too many people know about it. So, how do you even get there? Well, it depends how you want to get there, but there are, so you have four ways of getting there by public transit, and a helicopter is not one of them. <laughs> um, um, you can you can take the tram, which is the oldest tram in the United States, I believe, from Manhattan to to the island. You can take the F train. The F train has a stop between Manhattan and, and, and Astoria, Queens. There's a stop in, in Roosevelt Island. You can take the bus from Queens, Q0102. And then you can also take a ferry from different parts of New York City. And then if you want to walk, bike, or drive, there's a bridge that connects the island to, um, to, to Astoria, Queens. The, the Ed Koch Queensborough Bridge crosses the island, but there is no exit from the um, bridge directly to the island. Well, wow, so I'm, I've, I've never really, I'm, I'm not a New York City person. I've been there a couple of times, but I'm not at all an expert. So I just had to use the Google to, to see what, actually it's the DuckDuckGo, um, to, to see what Roosevelt Island looked like. It looks like, a, looks, like a, looks like a teeny tiny Manhattan that just got shrunk down and stuck in the middle of the river. It's long and thin and uh, looks like it's a really fascinating little island. How, what do you, do you like it? I love it here. It's beautiful views, like you said. It's a, it's a basically tiny island. It's a tiny Manhattan. It's the same, almost the same shape. It's a thin and long, except the only difference that Manhattan has a grid, and here you have only a couple of, of streets. There's one, one one main street. It's called Main Street. There's a couple of East Loop, West Loop, South Loop, and North. There's no no loop. No, there is no North Loop. Um, there is um, a river road maybe, and, and that's pretty much it. There's approximately between ten and twelve thousand people living here. Um, many um, high rising high rise apartments. There's many um, uh, um, landmarks here, including a huge bust of the 32nd president of the United States, um, which is named after, which the island is named after recently, um, Franklin, Delano, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Um, there is also um, a beautiful um, uh, lighthouse at the northern tip of the island. It's uh, one. It's the oldest. Um, uh, what you call the oldest landmark in the island. There's also a oh, smallpox wow. hospital that. So it's kind of a reminder of. While we're in the middle of a pandemic, that there once existed a different pandemic, and and at some point this island wow. served to help with that. Um, it's a very fascinating. But views are my favorite part. Just I, looking out the river, the East River, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, I can I can imagine the views. The one I'm looking at, uh, the 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 bridge that's going over uh, Roosevelt Island. What bridge is that? It's Ed Koch, the Queensboro Bridge. Okay. Uh, and where where is your apartment uh, relative to that uh, north that of it? Um, so it's, I can, if you, um, I mean, I can give you my address, but you can't. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just, it's just like I'm just, I'm just fascinated and delighted I, by this little island. Tomorrow morning, Penny will be knocking on your door. Hey. <laughs> well, I, I'm not giving you my 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 apartment address. Well, but, apparently, I don't have to knock on a lot of doors to find you. It's like you know if. This is this would be a good place to find a uh, somebody if you. In, let's, in let's, let's, okay, let's clear this out of the way. Both of you are invited to come here <laughs> oh, for rest, to stay overnight. There's you. a guest room here. There's 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 beautiful views to go out to here. Really, yeah, the, the views are literally breathtaking. I can imagine that. That's just amazing. So that's a fantastic place to be, and you you're, you're in a fantastic shape shape uh, for for uh, uh, for 2021. Everything else like. notwithstanding. Everything else notwithstanding, that's yes. right. I mean, I tried to make the best of it. 
So, of course. So um, go ahead. So, uh, hold on one second. What, 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 was, what did you say? No, no, I was about to ask you a question, but I want to hear what you have to say instead. No, I, 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 what questions do you have to ask? Well, this question was about is the neighborhood. Is it very much of a LGBTQ uh, positive and supportive neighborhood? Uh, is that something you have to worry about in, in New so York? I, so far, I have no reason to be worried about. Um, the, 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 the whole island is one neighborhood, basically. Um, so far, it seems to be a very a friendly place. People are more friendly than, I think, literally the rest of New York City. Um, I have started to make make friends here, including so I have some some of my friends who are parents of, of transgender children, um, and one of them, when they hear that I'm I'm moving to this island, said, "Hey, I have a friend there who's also a parent of a transgender child. Would you like me to connect to, with her?" And I said, "Sure." So, so um, so at least there is a 21 year old transgender. There's, not, there's, not, there's at least one more transgender person. I'm sure I'm sure there's more than two. I'm sure there's more than two of us. But there is a 21 transgender human on this island. With a very affirming and accepting parents, and I personally, believe it's it. I, it feels like it's a very accepting place. It feels like a comfortable place to live in. I I don't remember. I didn't memorize the numbers for the latest elections, but I have a feeling it was on the liberal side. Um, I I don't feel. I don't think I have any reason to believe that there's there's any. So far, I haven't encountered any uh, um, phobia, any bigotry, and and I'm not afraid of that. The, the interesting thing you said there is New York City. In certain neighborhoods, you know, when I've been in the city, I have, I've, I have felt a little uncomfortable at different times, especially early in my transition when I was in New York City. There, there are definitely pockets in New York City that are not LGBTQ. So, you know, as you're traveling the city, how much attention do you pay to your surroundings and your, your personal safety? So in general, as a general matter, I mean, there were times that I was more conscious of it. Now I feel um, now that I'm, I feel a lot more comfortable in my own skin because I've gone through those stages that we talked last time about, you know, the one step at a time and I was still uncertain. There was still some kind of like self-doubt and all of that. So I'm a lot more conscious. I'm always conscious that I'm, I stand out whenever, wherever I am. I'm tall, I, I, I am noticeable. Um, but there are some times- And extremely I can... beautiful. So, I mean, let's just get Aww. that. That's that's fair. I, I I'll accept that. I am beautiful. I agree. Um, so are you, of course. But yes. Oh, thank you. Um, um, I'm beautiful too. Yes, you are, of course. You're beautiful by virtue <laughs> of, of being another penny. No, oh, thank you so much. And you've I got a great love your necklace. I love it. Thank you. This is the second Zoom compliment I've had for that this necklace today. So, so. I'll get you. I'll get you another one. Your 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 necklace is amazing. Thank you so much. And I also got a little penguin. I got a penguin. A on penguin. My yeah, I got a oh. penguin on my breast. So it, uh, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm sorry that no one cares about the penguin on is it, my breast. Wait, 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 but is it a gay penguin though? Because there are many gay penguins. Uh, it's well, it's a gender non-conforming penguin. So we will go with that. So I'm fine with that. Yeah, this is they, their, their pronouns are they, them, and squawk. So <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about the penguin on my show. Let's talk about you and your life, Penny. Okay. No, but somehow, if you want to talk about that, the penguin. So actually, I used to for many years. I wore a penguin as a as a as a uniform. You know, a black a white shirt and a black jacket and um, oh, a tuxedo. Oh, yes. Well, no, no, the, no, the yeah, yeah, the, the traditional uh, yes. concern. So that was both oh, self-deprecating yeah. and you know, oh, we look like penguins. And also, <laughs> no, if I want to just you know describe your aesthetic and your teenage aesthetics, this was a penguin. Yeah, I thought you were talking. So about I can I can relate to the penguin. 
Yeah, I can see that now. I, I wasn't even thinking about it because from my background, the, 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 we used to call Catholic nuns penguins. So I, then when you said you were a penguin, I was like, wait, I thought she was Jewish. But, you know, <laughs> but yeah, then I realized, yes, that, yeah, because. So I grew up in a very black and white uh, environment and the, the color of the clothing was emblematic of it. It wasn't like, you know, it's just superficial, but if you really think of it, it like everything is either black or white. There's no well, gray. No, and now you live in this gray area, and it's oh, purple. We're, I, I live in purple. purple, purple area yeah, now. but it, but there, but there are shades. There's the nuance shades, within there. Um, and so one of the things you know when we're talking about our our conversation tonight is talking, and we we touched on this in the last interview, but you have a you have a different portrayal of your gender than Penny and I, and we don't and we tend to look at gender right or wrong from our own perspectives and you know i want to hear you know about your non-binary perspective what does that mean as somebody who's trans feminine but yet also non-binary how does how does that work for you and how do you express yourself and you know do you take the time to educate people on it or do you just roll with it and you live your life so there's different there's, in, in lawyer speak there's that's that's a compound question yeah sorry <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. We can't just that. So, no, you open up a whole bunch of things. So, first of all, I try to I, I educate only those who are interested in hearing and all those who 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 show any kind of level of interest in, in learning. Um, but educate, you know, is just my you know existence. But I I sometimes joke uh, that my what's my gender? My gender is Penny. Um, but obviously not Penny Sterling. So my gender is Penny Gold, to be more specific. But we can. Oh, I, we can I love that. Same umbrella. Yeah, but that's that, beautiful. I, that's that's wonderful. I love that. But the thing, the, the good thing about about um, about gender is that you can add as many labels as you want. And I often like to, in the context of labels, this is off the question about of 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 of, of non-binary, but it, it is an important conversation because labels are almost practically almost every conversation about LGBTQ any plus identities. There's some labels in there, and then they always have, oh, why do I need a label? And the way I think of it is the same way as one would think about label, except that you often don't think about it, but labels on clothes. When you have, so you have like a, a brand, you have a size, you have uh, washing instructions, you have a, where it's made of, um, you know, and then I also have stuff that's my name on it. So that's unique for me. And then within all of those uh, uh, um, um, labels, some of those are useful. You know, if you go if you go buying stuff and you want to write, get the right size, you want to make sure it's the right size for you. But once you know that it fits you, you don't need that label. You can throw it away if you want to. But if you want to show it off, to, or if you want to resell it, you want to keep it. If you already know how to wash it, you can discard the washing instructions. But if you still need it, the point is that you can you can pick and choose which labels you like. You can add labels. You can remove labels. You can replace labels. Labels are useful, but you don't have to be bound by them. That's the bottom line. Oh, and that's such a beautiful thought because, you know, and, and I love what you said there. And because the truth of the matter is we all are our own genders and how we express ourselves. And if I get up one day or you get up one day, you know, you're going to get dressed differently from the way that I get dressed. And we're all, you know, and if I decide to put on a pair of pants and a work shirt and go outside and work does not make me any less Amy just like if you go, decided for some odd reason you're going to put on your penguin suit again, you're still penny gold regardless. Exactly, exactly. There is something about our expression, about our outward expression that that gender interacts with. You know, I, I, that was a little bit funny phrase. 
but but yes, I, I when I when I was trying to process, and it was early on in my gender exploration journey, I like to call it that. I was um, I, I I broke it I, I, I with the help of a book that I mentioned last time, uh, um, broke down the la layers of gender, and of course interactive sex. So it's the, you have the so-called uh, um, the primary sexual characteristics, the stuff that we we're born with, the stuff that the doctor looks at. And, and, and says A or B, and you know, not, 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 let alone the, the situation where it's unclear and, and, and they're forced that's a whole different conversation. But this is the hey, hey, Penny, real quick, Penny Gold, as you move around, you're, 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 oh, this is moving. Yeah, you're swaying, you're swaying from your microphone. So if you can kind of stay centered there on your microphone, that's going to help with our audio quality. Um, yeah. Should I move over to the chair? To the well, table? where is well, where is where's your microphone right now? Right now, I'm 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 on my bed because I had guests upstairs and I. As long as you stay in front of your microphone on your computer, you're you're really good. But I don't even know where exactly the microphone is. It's it's, it's right in front of you. Okay. So it's just, probably in the upper left hand side on the on the casing of the of the of there. That's usually where it's a little, it's just a little teeny tiny hole, but it really doesn't matter. This is long because where you were sitting, the way you were leaning forward and speaking, it's really, really clear. Yeah. Uh, and so if we could, if, and I'm going to edit this part out, if you could start over again, where you're talking about, from, from where you're talking about the book you discussed earlier. Okay, sure. And also sure. this time, could you mention the name of the book so that sure. everybody, so go sure. ahead. No problem. Um, so, so as I mentioned last time, um, sorry, let me start again. Um, Early on in my gender exploration journey, um, I benefited from the book, um, which I mentioned last time. Um, it's my new gender journey by Kate Bornstein. She's an amazing human being, and I appreciate her, you know, whatever she's done, whatever she's done for, you know, in exploring this and helping us. So the way I processed the 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 layers, the different layers of gender, is there is the basic layer, whatever doctors see when we're born. And they say it's either A or B, and let alone, you know, not to mention the, the stuff that sometimes they, they, they even, you know, if it's intersex and they sometimes they, 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 they do all kinds of, of surgeries, we're not going to get to that. But whatever, is, whatever we're born with, the genitalia we have, the so-called so um, primary sexual characteristics. Yeah. And you have the second layer, which is the secondary sexual characteristics, which happens, to, which happens or doesn't happen to us um, while, during our teenage years. And then those are the two so-called biological uh, uh, components because they play a role in gender. Then you have the the um, how we express ourselves, both in clothing, in speech, in, in mannerism, etc. And then how society treats us and interacts with us. Every society. So I like to say that uh, um, uh, you know, gender is a social construct. It's not only a social construct because we're a social being, but more than being a social construct, it's also a social dependent. Every society that we know of has some kind of separation, even those who don't have, who acknowledge a third of, or more genders have some kind of delineation and sometimes of expression of how they treat how they treat differently and how they express themselves differently. So those are the two layers. So clothes is one way one expresses oneself. Obviously in some in some societies, wearing a penguin suit is, or sorry, sarcastically speaking, is very masculine. That's how men wear, that's how men, you know, and, and, but in those communities, many of the women aren't allowed to wear too colorful stuff. And they also wear often black, but it's, you know, fancy black. So, yeah. Yeah, but that also, yeah, that also talks about the commu different communities, even within our societies and how, like, Penny Sterling can think of penguins and think of nuns in the Catholic Church, and you say the similar expression, but you're thinking of, 
you know, men from ultra orthodox communities who wear, you know, that clothing and that label gets used for them too. So even at the same time, you could have, you know, a nun in Manhattan and somebody, you know, an ultra orthodox in Brooklyn using the same language, but meaning the different things altogether. But in both cases, it's black and white. Oftentimes, literally and figuratively both. That's fascinating. Uh, so yeah, that's well. That, that yeah, that's. I, I I don't know how to say that. You you put a lot more thought into this than I have. I'm just trying to you know get from point A to point B in my life, and uh, so that's that's you know that's really a, a great way of looking at it, and it's a. And I, I don't maybe it's, maybe it's because of my age, um, where I I, you know I have three times more yesterdays than I'm ever going to have tomorrow. So. I'm just like concentrating on living my life as best I can in a moment. And I'm really not exploring any farther than I am right now with my sexuality and my gender. I'm comfortable where I am. Um, there are things that I want to change. Uh, I'd, I'd love to have like uh, some facial feminization surgery. And if I do come down to Mount Sinai and do that, maybe I'll be spending some time on Roosevelt Island with you, Penny. You're invited. Um, there is a bed for you. Uh, the only problem is that there's no uh, wheelchair. But actually, no. Fishing position is not a problem. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you, yeah. You I, I'm, yeah, I do very, right I do very little here. walking on my face. So it may look that way, but I don't really. So I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 sure, you're welcome. You, you're 100% invited to come here. Um, well, so, um, but also another point about um, so in the context. Of, so back to your compound question, Amy. So for me, none. By, so I'm this. I'm I'm reemphasizing that I'm talking for myself, not for anybody else. And and so in my situation. When I was one of the things that I was one of the reasons that, that over the years I kept pushing away the thought that I might be trans is that oh I'm never gonna pass but in my version it's because I'm pretty tall and you know I'm too tall to be a woman right and when I started processing it more consciously I realized that my identity as a tall person is stronger than my identity as any gender like ask me anything about me I'll say hey I'm tall <laughs> sometimes people ask me what kind of lawyer I am and I said I'm all kind of lawyer. <laughs> so, so, so that's one example. And and obviously, my, um, my, my facial features are a result of of, of um, initial of, of you know puberty one testosterone puberty. poisoning. That's fair. I, I personally don't think of it that way, but I 100% get it. And I and I sometimes want to think of it that way, but somehow I don't. But yes, 100%. The, the, the first time puberty came around. And, and for some reason, I choose not to. You, you 100% are, uh, you and many of my friends, and I'm sure many of your friends have gone through it, and I'm happy for them. I personally, when I look in the mirror, there's nothing specifically I can see that I want to change. But I do know that people look at me and see that. My voice is also pretty deep. Of course, I, I could do some kind of, 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 of uh, um, exercises. I know I could do some kind of uh, surgeries that are that help with that. But as of now, that's the case. And, and there are other types of, of characteristics of myself that I saw that I knew that I, will, I can't change. There's, I, I, I don't think we mentioned this last time, but the, the serenity prayer. I, I, I personally don't believe in any deity or, 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 or you know, any god. Oh, uh, the spaghetti monster. Yes, I do. Sure. But, but you're right. And for some reason, I, I failed to, to ever say, to say the prayer with the spaghetti monster because it, you know, it adds a few extra words. But God, <laughs> grant me the serenity. But in this case, God is myself even, just to myself. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can change. And wisdom to know the difference. And I often, whenever I think about change, because we're talking about transformation, 
there, you need all of those three things. You need, sometimes you need to recognize that's important, you know, you can change it, plus you want to change it, of course, and then there's certain things you cannot change. I cannot change my history, I cannot change my past, nor do I want to because it's part of what makes me me. I don't want to lose a few inches of height just because I'm going to be more quote unquote passing. So for me, in this context, the, the height is just a, a metaphor in this context. That, so that I, I looked at that and I said, I'm not going to be 100% a woman in what society perceives as, but I don't have to be that because I can just be panning. That's my gender. And that's where we're going back at. And then there are certain things you can, you know, you need to, to I'm, I'm not going to, you know, cut off my head. Thankfully, I'm not going to cut off my toes. I'm not going to cut off my feet. I'm staying the way, the, the height I am. I lost maybe an inch, but you know, some six five to six four. What's you know, I'm wow. still tall. And then, and then you have to know the wisdom to know the difference and to recognize which one to pick. Which pick your battles, pick your you know, and you know, you can also make peace with them. That's a great way of putting it. And also, uh, in the uh, in the in the spirit of full disclosure, um, I ate your god last night with a bolognese sauce. Just mm. so you know. No, you, you ate the, the, incarn the incarnation of the flying spaghetti monster, and that's amazing. Ramen, that's that's beautiful. The more the more you probably eat more more spaghetti than I do. It just looks that way, doesn't it? You would think that of all of us no, who's eating the most spaghetti, <laughs> it would be me. Yes, of course. Thank you very much. Once you give me a lemon cut, <laughs> give me a paper cut and pour some lemon juice on it too while you're at it. That's fine. Uh... No, I don't believe in violence. I know. I'm just teasing you. Well, I know. And and the whole in the whole thing about genital observation with babies you know you you mentioned that twice and that's where that idea of quote unquote and i'm using the air quotes here for the benefit of our listening audience is that that's that's that notion of biological sex and one of our past guests jamie francisca rodriguez who's a lawyer who, who does um stuff and presentations on gender within within the aba and for some, you know, for people who are asking, I've read, I've read over her presentation. She has this, and the way she states it is perfect. You know, for 98% of the population, this dimorphic view of gender and sex works really well. But when we get past that 98%, it starts to get, lack of a better term, messy. And I think, you know, and you're finding comfort and peace outside of that binary. And it's so beautiful, Penny. I also want to emphasize that sometimes people look at the 98% and then pretend that 22% that's nothing. But if you think about, you yeah. know, just this country alone, 300, 300 mil, 320 million people, 2% out of that is several million. And in the whole universe, you know, the earth, you have seven and a half billion, 2% of that is a lot of human beings. Yeah, I actually looked at the figure of the people who are just uh, outwardly admitting that they are transgender. And it is, a, it is approximately the population of San Diego. Uh, so that's that's the way I look at it, and that's probably also why the Chargers left there. Wait, how many people live in San Diego? One point six million. One point oh. seven million, yeah. So I yeah. have a feeling there's more. Yeah, well, and that's comes that the penny the penny sterling that number you cite comes from the UCLA Williams Center of Law, you know, and so I I cite that regularly in my papers for my for my master's degree, so I know that stat off the top of my head right now, but yet I think that number's low. Yeah, I do too. It, it, it's I think it's very low, and I think we're we're seeing more and more. We are at a tipping point, uh, as far as uh, and like just just this year, you know, I talk about twenty twenty. Just this month, we've had two uh, well-known actors, performers, come out as transgender, 
uh, and like one of them was no surprise. Um, uh, Eddie Izzard it came, it, it has announced that her pronouns are she, her. Um, and that, and she's getting, and then there's also uh, Elliot Page. And that's, it's been a while since we, you know, and, and I think that that's, I think we've, we're, we're trying to get to a tipping point and, uh, and, and move forward from that. And I think this is evidence of that. So yeah, I, I definitely think that 1.7 million is low. And one of the reasons I'm very frustrated about this presidency that is ending Donald, no matter what you think, is that he removed uh, LGBTQ designation questions from the 2020 census. So we had a great opportunity of finding out with much more accurately uh, what the transgender population is. And he just capriciously uh, crossed that out. That was one of the first things he did in 2016, uh, which, you know, that alone was, it has been, a, it has caused me to grind my teeth in my sleep. I hear you. I actually have a countdown here to for January 20th at noon. Want to see it? Yeah, sure. No one else can see it uh, because this is just our audio, but I'll, I'll do my best to describe it. Well, we both have radio play-by-play background, so, yeah, yeah, so so Penny Penny got up. Penny Gold got up, yes. Penny Gold got up. Wait, she's, back. Wait, wait. she's showing us our, her countdown. No, no, she's no, holding gone. some wait. sort of device in her hand. Maybe it's a bomb. Maybe it's a sandwich. Oh, there it is. Oh, 30 days left to the Trump presidency. Yay! And the crowd got right goes down to wild. The 14, 30 days, 14 hours, 53 minutes, and 50 seconds right there. That's marvelous. <laughs> yeah, I see that too. It's got the little... A little uh, rainbow-esque color there. Yep. Congratulations. That is the gayest countdown clock ever. <laughs> it's, yeah, I know. I, 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 so my, a friend of mine got it to me last year because I was counting down to my birthday, my 2020 birthday, which was also a countdown to my surgery, which was postponed. Mm. Yeah, so you... I got that. And then I, when I came back, I was like, why do I count down next? And I was like, I know what I'm counting down next. Marvelous. But your surgery was postponed. Did, did it did it end up being completed at some point? It did. So let's talk about that before we talk about it. Let's talk about that. Um, so <laughs> it's okay to record. I mean, um, so you know how oftentimes one of the rule number one: don't ask the question, which is a common question: Did you have the surgery? So I have mixed feelings about this the, the question in general and. So the question in general, yeah, it's no, no mixed no things. Don't ask it. It's, no, it's none of your business, whoever you are, unless, unless you're my doctor, my, my tailor, or my um, intended partner, you know, potential partner. Whatever is going on in my pants is none of your business. Those are the three exceptions. Doctor, tailor, and, 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 and potential mate. Um, but on, 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 the, on the penny gold level, I, I'm not ashamed of having had, of having had surgery. I, I, I'm not ashamed that I have a vagina. I'm not embarrassed that I have a vagina. It's, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a fact of life. It should, it's not the first thing about me. Like, you know, when you say my name, you know, when I introduce myself, I don't say, hey, my name is Penny and I have a vagina. But those facts are true. But, and, but at the same time, it's not something that's anybody's business. And that's what I want to talk about. Is that you want to talk about the fact that it's nobody's business, and you want to talk about the the <laughs> curiosity that people have about transgender people and their their like their their genitals? 
yeah. guess exactly because it's nobody's nobody's it's nobody's business. Oh, recently the the New New England Journal of Medicine. Did you see the announcement? Mm, no, I think I missed that one. They announced the the the, the announcement. There was an announcement. It was a, I think a, like a, a position or some kind of article, basically yeah. saying advocating officially advocating for for eliminating the designation of sex for babies. Well, at least not, not at least not, I take it back because I didn't, I didn't read it thoroughly. I do believe that you know what benefit does society have? That, that those are my these are my words. What benefit does society have if our if on our uh, on our driver's license it says F O M? So I think like you know if you want to record what kind of genitals a baby has for medical purposes that's legitimate. If you want to record the baby's color eye colors, if you want to record the baby's hair color, if you want to record size weight. Uh, any any deficiencies, any problems? Sure, all those things are important because you know for medical purposes. But why does our government need to interact with that piece of information? The government doesn't say how 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 much you weighed in your driver's license and your passport doesn't say how much you weighed when you when you were born. And so yeah, so the New England Journal of Medicine. I didn't read the whole thing, but I did see the headline, and a lot of people got up in arms about, about it. Well, we know the people that get up in arms about that type of stuff, and that's that's really what it is. And I mean, quite, quite literally, have, they're 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 underwear in a bunch. Yeah, and I mean, and but we, you know, you start talking about this, and you know, and we mentioned this, you know, this has come up so much recently. But a three-year-old child running out of his bedroom saying, you know, I'm a boy, I'm a boy. Look at my look at my penis. Nobody's going to question that child. But if that's, you know, if that other, and then the sibling comes out and says, hey, when, when can I cut this thing off and get my vagina, that kid's going to be questioned. The parents that support that kid are going to be questioned. So what medical reasoning is there if, you know, from a developmental standpoint, kids realize gender at three, four years old, what's wrong with giving them the opportunity to develop and explore these things on their own? Right. And, and, and obviously, I, I think it's important to emphasize because some people can take these words out of context. I don't think, I, correct me if I'm wrong, you're not advocating for surgeries for, for three-year-olds. No, no, I'm not, I mean, we're just led, we're advocating for the kid defining their own existence in the world under the guidance of their parents. Right, and, right. and oftentimes uh, medical uh, professionals as well. We just had yeah. uh, Dr. Catherine Greenberg on just what, two weeks ago? And uh, we were. This was the topic of the conversation about the fact that it is not surgery that, and that is just a boogeyman or a, or a, a boogie person, a person yeah. a boog. I don't know something like that that is used by uh, the reactionary right to try and introduce some sort of enforced, you know, gender stereotyping on on children that even if they are. Even if their outsides mask their insides perfectly before they hit puberty, it really doesn't matter at all, just like you're saying. And so that's that's one of the things that uh, I'm, I'm, you know, that 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 bothers me a lot about all of this is just like I said that there's just so much, um, there, there there's so many lies that are just uh, happily repeated because they think that they're proving a point. Uh, about and like oh this is for the I'm, I'm doing this for my child I'm not letting my child transition for their own good and it's actually the exact opposite of that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And there, there's not a question there, but um, I, I I I sometimes just go off on a tangent, and this is one of those times. 
Yes, there's a lot of tangents to begin off in there. There's there's a lot of misinformation and disinformation and people who just bigger and use use biology, but somehow our brain is a biological piece of or an organ, a biological piece of our of our bodies, and you can't pretend that the brain is worthless. Whatever is going on in your brain, it's biological. Well, and it, and that's the thing too. It's like Penny and I have had this conversation, but you know I've been told my shoulder movements by like personal trainers look more like a woman so do i have woman's shoulders then so that if i do that's biological right yes what's... you do because you're a woman so therefore your shoulders are women's exactly so what part of me biologically are we talking about and you know and, and basically what it is is that's that stupid genital observation and i think but i think what we're working towards here too is you know more visibility of trans women and you know um, and, you know, as more people know trans women, and I think that visibility helps us. And, you know, I mean, 20, 30 years ago, we didn't have anything like this, did we? So speak, so that's an interesting uh, segue right right there. So, so so two things. So first of all, I wanted to mention earlier as well. Um, so sometimes people say, oh, there was this, all of a sudden people become transgender. The thing is now, now that we have a lot more acceptance, but that, that's been building up over generations, decades, centuries. That, that, that acceptance has been accept, has been created. And recently there is more acceptance, there's more visibility. So therefore more people have space to come out and therefore there's a perception that perhaps there's like this thing that's catching on. It's like the new fad. But speaking of 20 to 25 years ago, I have an interesting story that I wanna share with you. Um, I moved to this new apartment. It's new to me, it's not a new apartment um, it, it, recently. And um, I the, just like, 2020 and, and the pandemic is going, um, they, they, my, inter, my first interview with this place was over Skype and over video. And um, so I, I first had a phone conversation just to make sure that we were on the same page. And then we switched to Skype a few minutes later. And the person showed me the apartment, showed me the room. And and um, a few days later, I came physically to, to observe the place. We finalized finalized our plans. And then I came one more time to, to, you know, he, he's, he flew away. He's an, so the person who owns this house is a, is an, is a, is a, um, a UN interpreter and, you know, career, career has been there for many years. So at some point I asked him, I, I felt like he, you know, uh, um, he trusted me so easily. Like he didn't ask me too many questions about my life, about myself. And he was very friendly with me and, and easily, easily accepted me as, 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 as his new roommate, I guess. And I asked him, what made you trust me? Why did you trust me so fast? So he said, I'll tell you a story. Uh, many years ago, mid '90s, about 25 years ago, I was walking down the the hallway in one of the top floors in the UN, and somebody called out my name, and I thought it was just somebody passing by, just just saying hi, and I, I just said hi, and I continued to walk, and that person again calls my name, and I turn around and I see a beautiful woman, I didn't recognize her, and she says hi, so and so, you recognize me, and he says I'm so sorry, I don't recognize you, who are you? And she says I'm gonna make a, do a fake name, of course, uh, my name is Jane Smith, and he says. You mean John Smith? And he says, yeah, I used to be that. And not, I used to be John Smith, now I'm Jane Smith. And as my landlord tells me, I remember this, I remember John Smith, that's the image I had in my head. And he was a very good, you know, dedicated employee, doing competent work, shy, not very outgoing, not very, you know, just doing his thing. And all of a sudden I see this woman who, who is like so friendly and shines and, 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 and is beautiful and, 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 and she's a completely different person. I didn't recognize her. And I, I was happy that she, you know, I could see that she was feeling better. And then he says to me, 
when I saw you on Skype for the first second, I, I was thinking you reminded me of Jane Smith and that's why I trusted you. And I appreciate that somebody 25 years ago, which wasn't, we didn't have the same acceptance as we have today, was visible in her own way. She didn't, she didn't go on TV. She didn't even go on podcasts. She was just doing her job. She was minding her business and, and just showing up to work as a better self. And she sh showed that she, this is a better version of her. And this person interacted with that and, and, and got a positive version. It was the first time he ever met a transgender person. And, and somehow that, that, that visibility um, benefited me 25 years later. And I, I, I actually sent out a note to her um, uh, um, thanking her for, for, for basically existing, for basically being visible. And, and for getting you your apartment too. Exactly, helping me get that, yes. I mean, we don't know. It's I, when I came out, I, when I posted an official coming out story, I, I specifically said, you know, thank you for all the people who, who paved the path before me. Because if I would have been the first one, you know, I, I wouldn't have had so much confidence. I wouldn't have felt so good about myself because I would be this odd one out. The fact that there are many people before us, before me, helped me. Everything I do helps the people who came here before me helped me. And of course, you know, if, uh, I hope to be there for the next for the next generation, but sometimes in a very specific way, very specific person, in a very specific moment, in a very specific interaction, 25 years ago, affects how society treats me. There is definitely an interconnectedness there that uh, that 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 I honor all the time, and I think about that all the time. I, I um, you know, I've I've always. You know, the, uh, sometimes I will I will go into that. What would have happened? How would my life have been different if I had transitioned earlier? And I almost always uh, pull myself away from that. Um, I didn't, and that's all there is to it. And I am grateful for all the people who, quite frankly, were were stronger or had more of a support system or just more just more ornery about their transition that did it way earlier. Um, but also, but also your, your visibility is, you can actually see it. And, and when people say, oftentimes on Twitter, people say, oh, I, I'm 35, I'm concerned. I'm 45 and I'm concerned. Then you say, oh, I'm this. And I just, a few, day, a few, a few years ago, I started transitioning. And it does give assurance to people who are two years younger than you, four years younger than you, five years younger than you, even 10 years younger than you. Because those of us who are in our 30s, there are, there are many of those who came out in our teens. There are many of those who came out in our early 20s. There are those of us who came out in our 30s, and then you have 40s, 50s, and even 60s people, people coming out. So that's that's of okay. 40. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Amy, Amy was in go. her 40s, and I was in my 50s. Uh, there when, you go. Yeah. And and yeah. and and I mean, you think you said you have more tomorrows than you have. Uh, I have more yesterdays than tomorrows. Yes. But but I mean, you, you haven't died yet, and hopefully you have many more healthy and strong years to go. You, yeah. You know, even maybe they'll maybe maybe you'll even get a, a fountain of youth. That would be marvelous. I'm I'm honestly I, I tell my kids that I'm never going to die because I never finish anything. <laughs> but you know, it, it, but it's but you know you know actuarially speaking, it's 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 the truth. Uh, and I you know and so I kind of order my days that way. I I get as much joy out of every single day. I mean, I I dress. Um, you know, like every, all, all the girl, all of my girlfriends are like, I just, one of the best things about COVID is that I, you know, don't have to wear a dress and a bra. I'm like, sweetie, I'm exactly the opposite. I'm just doing that every day. Even if I'm just not going any farther than from my bedroom to my couch, 
I'm, I'm, I'm glamming up because I want to, because I only have a few, I have a, a limited number of days that I can do that. So I'm very aware of that. And I, the, the days are sweeter because of that. Amen, the things, amen sister. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I do. Thank you for that. And one of the things that I wanted, to, and I think we, we talked about this kind of, you know, backstage or in preparation is the, the and I think it may just been you and me, Amy, talking about this, but uh, your, trans, your, your, your transition in your faith happened almost at the same time as your transition uh, to, to, to Penny. And no, no, that's not, that's incorrect. Okay, um, that, that, yeah, I said that really, really poorly. And as I'm saying, that, I don't think so. But they are both very, very... Um, so, so, so they're parallel. So, so they're, so parallel, they're, so they're at the same it. time. Yeah, yes, that's right. Is, so, sorry, yes. So there is a parallel between coming out from a, from a strict religion, the, one I, the religious community that I come from, and coming out as trans. And in, in some, some, some sense, the coming out the first time, coming out, physically going out, and also announcing it and, and how society accepts it, there's a lot of parallels between those those two processes. Going and, off the dresh is that how it's pronounced? Off derech, the off the derech. derech, off the derech. Sorry, I got okay. that wrong. Yeah, yeah, there's even a Wikipedia page a page about it. Yeah, you're talking derech. about yeah, that's but that's what that OTD means in your profile. Off the yes, derech. Yes, it does mean that. And, okay. And, and that's that's my way of being visible. I uh, um you know that's me saying to people because also same same way people in the community. I was sure it's impossible. I I was sure that I, I, that I was the only one who wants to leave. That sound familiar? Many, yeah. many transgender people say retroactively, you know, I thought I was the only boy who felt like a girl I, or any version of that. You have, of, you know, I felt different and I thought I was the only one who feels different because you live in a society that, 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 that the, 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 the feedback loop keeps spinning itself. And, and if, if every person you see wears penguin stuff, then your vision for yourself as a future is a penguin yeah. or a penguin dressed or whatever that metaphor means. And, 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 so, so, so once you allow yourself to get out of that, wait, I could be different? Wait, it's okay that I am blank? Then yes, then you could do it. So that's, in that, that's one way that those two are parallels. It's, parallel, it's also parallel in the way that oftentimes it's different, it's your, your parents, your, your siblings, your friends, society disown you in one way or another or, 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 or you know, stopping your friends or give you a hard time or tell you you have to choose between family or, or your own your own path, your own faith, your own fate. You, and sometimes there's also, there's, there's high, um, I have to do a content warning for suicide. There is a high percentage in, in both of those communities and suicide. Recently, not so much in the OTD community, but it happens. And, and some of it is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, don't go OTD, don't go off the dark, don't, don't go this because, because all those people all those people who go off the dark, all those people who become trans, there is is this trope. They 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 commit suicide, and oftentimes because you've told that so many times, it feeds itself, and then you many people do that, and that's unfortunate. Obviously, we need to to uh, um, we can you know promote acceptance and promote you know it gets better those kinds of things, and it does get better for many of us. There's a struggle, but it's true in both of those contexts, and there is all kinds of work that needs to be done to improve our life. But also to stop that feed, that loop feed that says you that you will commit suicide. No, there is a way of succeeding. There's a way of being yourself. There's a way of, of thriving, not just surviving. Yeah, and within religious communities, especially conservative, orthodox, and my my background being in the Mormon Church, you know, the Mormon Church teaches that your family is going to be together forever, and I'm like, no, thank you. I hate those bitches. Um, but 
<laughs> but that threat of family, of your family's doing this, your friends are doing this, everybody who's happy and quote unquote healthy is doing this. Look at the others over there. You know, did you think about that as you were leaving your faith behind? I was thinking about outsiders. Not thinking about that, but thinking about your family and how that was going to affect those relationships and how you were going to, you know, did that scare you? Did that keep you in longer or how did that play into your decision? I, I, so I'm unique in the way that um, I personally, I, I couldn't, I mean, I, I so wait, um, that wasn't clear. So I knew that my father wouldn't accept me. There was a point in time, actually, I remember having this logical conversation in my head. Um, my relationship with my father wasn't so good because of whatever I was going through. And then I said to myself, you know, I have two paths in front of me. Try to repair my relationship with my father or not try to repair the relationship with my father. And then I said to myself, you know, soon I'm going to stop being religious. So if I'm going to fight now to have a relationship with my father and then I go off, then I'm off the dark and I stop being religious, that means I'm going to have to try to repair the relationship that I just fought to, to keep. What, how, how about... I don't repair my relationship with my father for now. I'm moving on, doing my own thing. And then he has a choice of if he wants to accept me or not. And and I, I, I was, you know, a 19, 20-year-old young child. I was, you know, still growing always. And I was still processing the world. I, I, I was just experimenting. I was putting one foot in front of the other without knowing if there's if there's a cliff next to behind this, you know, I just I just knew that where I am now is not comfortable. Wherever I'm now, I'm now is not. I don't see a future here. Um, but I do. I I, I it was, yeah. So I sorry. I, it's, it's a little bit convoluted answer. No, oh, and, very and clear to me. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say. I mean, no, we all have our own paths and how we go through this life, and that's how you experienced it and went through it. And I really love that part in there where you said, you know. My father's going to basically, this is the way I internalize it. My father's going to be my father. I'm going to push on with my life and he can basically pound sand and come work on the relationship when he's ready. Right. And, and interestingly enough, um, over the years, I, our relationship has gone up and down. But recently, since I've come out to my mom that I'm trans, in over a year and a half ago, I have not spoken to my father. So. Mm. I, I haven't tried to reach out to him. I mean, he lives in the same house. So if he, if, if he picks up in the phone instead of my mother, then, you know, I'm, I'm in luck. But I also realized that maybe he doesn't want to go there because he's afraid that he's going to get upset or, or at least I think so. So, you know, at least things don't get worse. I mean, I would love to one day, you know, have a conversation, like an adult conversation, but that might be in the future. We don't know. Yep. There's all sorts of possible outcomes here and you know i just i just always when in situations like that i just hope for the best possible outcome i never really uh try to try to make those sorts of decisions i'm just you know um my dad died when i was in uh, in high school um and so you know he never knew any of this about me and i just wonder how he how this would have would have played with him so uh, you know, you're lucky that you, and I don't know, lucky, but I, I don't really have any, people talk about their, their issues with their parents or sometimes their issues with their kids. And I've never had any of that with, with mine, but it's, it's, it, it, it's a little bit aching. I get a little bit of an ache every time I hear people talk about their fathers, even when the, even when the relationship is problematic, 
you know, I was like, well, at least you have your father. It's, and so I, I may not be the best person to, to talk to about these things, uh, but no, it's, you're, you've, you've got a, it sounds like you're working towards some sort of equilibrium between the two of you. I mean, right now there's no working. It's just, we just exist in parallel universes is how I feel it. Good point. Well, and it's, it's lovely that you still communicate with your mom and you keep those channels open. So, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully via your mom, he knows that, you know, if he wants to talk with you, that's an opportunity, you know, but those are the, but you know, this is why this isn't a choice. This is who we are at our core. I mean, what, what sane person, and I hate using the word that ableist term sane, is going to make this choice of, you know, foregoing our families. And I have a, a different but similar situation with some relatives. You know, why, why would we forego this in our, these important, I mean, my family is the basis of love and understanding and compassion. I'm fortunate where I've had a good home life. And, but yet there are relatives of mine who will not speak with me, who will not talk with me, who think I am the problem, who want me to stay in a closet and not come out to my 90 year old grandparents. I'm 40. Yeah, for their comfort. I'm 48 years old, have a set of grandparents alive, and I have been told not to communicate with them. But there's one problem with that. When one of them passes away since they're in their 90s, one of them's going to see me. Yeah, because you're going to go to the funeral. Nobody's going to stop me from that. Nobody. Like what sort of, what part of fuck you uh, do, do your relatives not understand? Is there a reason, is there... Is there any way that you can just say no? I'm you know next time in where are there are they in Minnesota? Where are you? Are these? Yeah, they're in Minnesota. So the next time, the next time you're up there getting some extra cheese, um, this is a letter. A letter? It's a four-page letter to my grandmother. It's going in the mail tomorrow, so she'll have it before this airs. Oh, nice! That'll be that'll be a very interesting. uh, It'll be an interesting fallout from that that we can discuss in a future episode. I think well, congrats. So. I'm looking forward to listening to that. Sorry. Yeah. I, I think am... we'll have Penny back on and talk about it. Yeah, really. You seemed that's... really interested in it. So uh, yeah, that that's kind of a cool thing. I'm, you know, uh, congratulations on that. Uh, you know, my mom, I've told the story before, but when my mom my mom was in her 90s, she died in 2017 at 93. And I did not tell her until the November. She died in March, and I told her the November before. And I was terrified about it. Um, and I was terrified what was going to happen to her. Um, but I walked in uh, to the room and I was wearing uh, a polka dot blouse and a, a nice a blue uh, circle skirt and you know stockings and low, low heels. Um, and she looked at me and said, oh, there you are. Aw. Isn't that nice? Yeah. It's like, and like, like she'd been waiting for me uh, for decades to reveal who I was. That's of course, of course, like, you know, uh, two hours later, we were at lunch and she looked at me and said, you're such a handsome young man. Aww. And I said, mom, I'm none of those things. <laughs> and she said, well, you are to me. And so, you know, that was the only thing. And like, whenever I talked to her the next time, she had dementia. So I don't know how much uh, she remembers about this. I never really pushed it, but she did get a chance to see me uh, as my authentic self. And uh, we had some uh, we had a very lovely time together, uh, and you know, 
I, I don't know if I could ask for more than that. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for being here. And thank you for sharing everything that you've uh, you, you've talked about. I, I, this feels like a, a natural ending point to, to to me. Do you feel like there's more of this stuff you want to talk about, Penny? I don't. Um, I mean, I, there's there's always something to talk about. I have I'm full of stories, and if you put the the spotlight on me, I'll talk. So. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd like to, I'd, we, we do try to keep these, uh, I try, because I'm the one that edits these, these things, I try to keep these things under an hour. So uh, this is like, we're, we're, we're pushing that right now. So That's fair. I, I think we're going to, if, if anything else, any other story you have, we'll do it a future episode. How's that That's sound? That's fair. That's fair. Already. But, but then Amy's going to have to be, is going gonna, is gonna to be disappointed because it's going to be the, 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 the pennies show. Am I, am I, <laughs> the penny, yeah, with shows. Amy will put her two cents in too. See, we're cool. pennies and that's too, anyhow. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Then we'll be I, even. I, I think I've heard that joke before. I'm sure I've said it before because I've never said anything unoriginal, anything original in my life. Penny Gold, thank you very much for spending time with us. And uh, we'll be back with a couple of wrap up thoughts right after this. This is Transformation Thursday. To financially support Transformation Thursday, go to transformationthursday.com and that will bring you to our Patreon page. Once there, click on the Become a Patron button. You can also follow us online on Facebook. You can follow us by searching for Transformation Thursday Podcast. And please join our private Facebook group by searching Transformation Thursday on Facebook. On Twitter and Instagram, you can follow us at TransThursPod. To make sure you stay up to date with all the latest episodes, please subscribe to the Transformation Thursday Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google podcast or wherever you get your podcasts on apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating and a short review it's free and it does help get transformation thursday out to a larger audience finally transformation thursday is copyrighted material all rights reserved 2020 welcome back to transformation thursday i am amy stevens and my pronouns are she her and i am penny sterling and my pronouns are also she her and um you know, there was a whole bunch of riches that we got out of penny gold. Yep. Uh, that was, you know, worth no more than a penny too. Yeah. No palladium to no palladium around there, but it was definitely a great conversation. Her, 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 her life arc and the way she the, the thoughtfulness that which she, she talks about herself and the, the decisions that she's made and, and getting her life, not only, uh, because not only in her, in her, um, journey towards being the, the her, her authentic womanhood but or personhood uh, but also um, from going off the derech as she said uh, that's it's really interesting hearing uh, her perspectives on things because she has come from really for me foreign uh, foreign uh, a very foreign um, pun, transition. Pun, pun intended there penny yeah, well, yeah, literally in every way, for in every way, uh, you know, in, from as far as faith journey, uh, language, uh, where where she grew up, uh, yeah. all those things were, were were different for me, but yet we still have that commonality uh, about the, uh, the the gender non-confirmation, the non-conforming gender issues that you, all three of us uh, take. So that was that was really interesting hearing hearing these things and the the similarities and the differences between us. It's, I always like that sort of stuff. Yeah, How about but you. My big takeaway here is, you know, I, I love that conversation around gender because, you know, you and I have talked about this and we talk about gender so much, you know, in our expression as binary, mm -hmm. uh, but yet when 
Penny's a good Penny Gold's a great reminder of that. There's no there is no binary when it comes to gender. We all have our own gender expressions. We have our own gender identities. And we started off, and I think this kind of brings us back to some of our original episodes, which I urge everybody to go back and binge listen to. Um, especially episode number one, because it's about me. Uh. And so, but the point is, is that no two people can ever occupy the same space. No two people can go through life the same way. Even if I'm looking at my brother, my sister, somebody that was raised next to me, we are going to occupy different spaces and perceive society and culture differently. So I, that, that, that conversation about gender and binary, you know, really makes me think more about, you know what, I'm, I, I don't, I don't check the boxes. Like, you know, 98% of the other people do. And I, and I need to embrace that side a lot more in me. I think all of us do. Uh, and yeah. even, even if they're, even if you're cisgender. And I, Pen, I think that, Penny Gold is still here. What, yeah, what she does is. she take away from two interviews with us? Yeah. How Let, bad? Let's, let's, uh, let's unmute her and let's yeah. say, Penny, right, Penny, well, Penny what, what do you, do you take away from spending two hours with us? <laughs> First of all, you both of you are amazing people and I appreciate talking to you. Um, especially again, especially because the the the, the spotlight is on me. Um, it's interesting. I'm actually appreciating your your reaction, Amy, because um, you asked me if I, if I'm open to educating, and I wasn't thinking about educating you. And I do want to respect that you are who you are, and if you if you believe strongly in 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 a binary and you fit in that binary, you go you. But it, it sounds like you, you you heard something and you internalized something, so I appreciate that. Well, we appreciate you and the time that you spent with us. And um, I'm looking forward in the in the in 2021 to see you show us your glasses that say Penny Gold 2021 on them. Yep. So for no other reason, for your fashion choices and for your your friendship, thank you so much for appearing on Transformation Thursday. Sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for existing and thank you for being loud and visible and audible. And you. in your in your existence and just your wonderful kind heart, you know, yeah, it touched me and it, it and it, you. Your, your lack of educating educated me. So thank you very much for that wonderful gift. All right. So uh, yeah, I think we're going to say goodbye to Roosevelt Island for a while, but hopefully we'll be coming back shortly and, and seeing you over there sometime. Uh, and, uh, and we'll have another episode of Transformation Thursday. Uh, maybe not next Thursday because it's a holiday, but the weekend after that, the week after that, most definitely. But for now, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for everyone for being best. Good night, Penny. Good night, Amy. Good night, Patties. Good night. Good night, Patty.